our guys in short sports Los Angeles. Before we get to the show, I was doing some math. Now, on a weekly basis, we consistently average over 100 listens. I was looking at our reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we still only have 24 reviews. Benjamin, you're the math expert around here. Say we had 100 different listens. What percentage of those listeners have left us a review if we only have 24 reviews? 24%. Yeah. That's right. Twenty four percent. Come on, you are people. smart. Man. I was. I was literally thinking, am I going to get this wrong? <laughs> Eric would be so disappointed as we record too that. Easy. Yeah. I would have said Eric is our resident math <laughs> expert, but he's not here. Right. So, thank you de- for just calling me an expert. By default, that's you, Ben. <laughs> I appreciate it. Come on, people. We can do better than twenty four reviews, right? How are we supposed to grow this thing with only 24 reviews? So for those of you who don't know, Apple factors reviews heavily into their podcast rankings. So if you could, take a quick moment when you're not driving, when you're not doing anything important, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Five stars we would appreciate the most. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the best. it, It just makes things easy. Just five, clean five stars. And, uh, and it really helps out the show a ton, and it helps Ben feel better about himself since his self-esteem is dangerously low. Yes, I have a lack of self-esteem. Yeah, yeah. so do it for Ben. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, we've said our piece. Let's get on with this show. This week, we'll be talking the latest on the Dodgers and Angels. Ben has some thoughts he wants to share on the NBA Eastern Conference, and since it's a slow LA sports week, we'll allow it. Plus, we'll take a moment of silence as we've lost Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira forever. Yes, or at least for a couple of weeks. We Hammer got called up to the bigs. That's right. He's potting on Corner of the Galaxy now. He's way too cool for us. Good. Good. More for you and me. That's right. All I'm looking for is airtime. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're going to get well, it, Dad. Because <laughs> he hogged a ton of it. Yeah, he did. Ah, oh, jerk. I don't even like him. As if that wasn't enough. Just kidding, Eric. I love you. Vic is also out this week, so it got us thinking. If we could pick anyone to replace them with, who would it be? Hmm. That's a good question. A Kardashian. I'm someone that talks less soccer. Am I right, Ben? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. All right. We'll, uh, we'll discuss that later. Plus, this past weekend, I committed a cardinal sin. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I do want to get your thoughts on... On, I feel like there's circum, certain circumstances when it's okay to commit this sin. Got it. I want to get some clarification. I feel like our listeners will appreciate that as well. Well, if it's not in the same zip code, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> not that sin. All right. But thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I got your back. Uh, let's get to it. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is the birthday boy himself, Mr. Darren John Pesa. Uh, thank you so much. How's it going, L.A.? Yeah, and Benjamin Garcia. Hoopty hoo. Yeah. Gentlemen, we are again without Hammer and Vic. They we better, are, we uh, better get used to it because uh, Vic, Vic is a flake and, you know, Eric. <laughs> and Eric, Eric was just looking for a way out. He was. Yeah, I mean, literally, I feel like he's that hot chick that's telling you I just need a break and... Yeah, you know he is. He's lost. The, he lost all that weight. Don't call me. I'll and call now you. He, yep. Now he thinks he's just too good. He's taking off Absolutely. his shirts That's at exactly Galaxy Games. Yeah, what's uh, gone into that kid? I don't like being the jilted ex. This is who gives this, a shit. A More airtime for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So own it. Yeah, Ben. Whatever. By the way, I love your shirt. Oh, There's, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Not ton Eric bought it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I wore so, it out. So now we need to get all ripped and get some abs and like then. You know, 
That's show, right. Show off. I told Jeff I'm going to look like Magic Mike by his bachelor party. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll look forward to that. <laughs> or Brad Pitt from Fight Club. Oh, yeah. There we go. Great. Great stuff. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That was awkward. We're, we're, that was awkward. Transition. Hey. Transition. Transition. Yeah, oh, let's uh, go, it's let's Darren's go. birthday. <laughs> hey, happy birthday, Darren. Thank you so much. Yeah. I am a, uh, according to Ben's math, I am uh, 40 years old today. 40? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, no, no, you know no, 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 40 plus a couple. No, no, least. no. We're going to go ahead and sit I remember with 40. going to your 40th birthday several years ago. No, no, several. Come on. Give me a little bit more credit. See, right. women have, you know, a birthday that lasts a month yes. every year. Okay. Guys, we have three birthdays a decade. When you're, <laughs> okay. hear me out. All right. When you're 37 to 40, well, no, so 37 and a half to like 30 or 42 and a half, you're 40. And then when you go to 42 and a half to like, 47 and a half, you're 45, and then anything above that, you're 50. Okay. So you just count in increments of five. So you're, so you're balancing out when you're adding, rounding up. Yeah. And rounding down. Because yeah. you're rounding down. That's it. It's, it's like, easy. Because when you tell time. Here's the thing. You don't tell people it's, uh, you know, 837. Right. You say it's, it's, it's 830. Eight, it's 845. 845. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's that how sense. I do it. And here's the thing. Like, how many guys, if you were to ask them, like, how old are you? They have to sit back and go, uh, I'm... Uh, 41, right? They have to think about sure. it. But if you just say, I'm 40, it's it's an easy number to remember. And that's always how I've done it because I never remember how old I am. Oh, I hate when As you As you just sense, said that, ben. this morning, my son said to me, hey, dad, happy 43rd birthday. <laughs> and I had to do the math. Yeah. <laughs> I had to bust out the calculator, do the math. No, son, I'm 42. Those, those middle years are tricky to remember. Yeah. The and older I, we and, get. And so I generally course, don't even remember my birthday on the day. Right, so like I'll I'll, re- I'll like I'll look at I'll write down the date a few days before I'm like oh my birthday's in two days you're, and then I'll wake are, up that day and I don't even remember you and are then Frank the Tank my <laughs> wife will give me like hey happy birthday and I was like oh yeah it is my birthday and then of course my mom texts me and then the rest of the day nobody says shit uh, <laughs> unless we're on Facebook Frank which I don't read the anyway the Tank yeah oh Benjamin <laughs> good stuff all right well let's talk some sports shall we uh, Ben. Yes. I suppose the uh, NBA playoffs are the most exciting thing going on. It's a little slow week for L.A. sports. So we're allowing you to talk some Eastern Conference. You had some thoughts. Well, so let's let's talk about the NBA playoffs. I And you guys have said it for, for the, the, the duration of this podcast that I have no interest in watching Golden State and that type of basketball. So I have forbid myself from watching anything in the Western Conference because it's just unwatchable and who cares. Okay. So... I have made an effort to watch the Eastern Conference just because it, regardless of whether or not they're even going to compete in the in the finals, which I think we all agree they're not. Whoever, whichever team makes it into the actual finals is probably going to get swept by either Houston or by Golden State. But just because, for the sake of interesting, I've thought, well, let's let's check it out. Let's see what they've got to offer. On top of that, we're thinking about as a Lakers fan getting LeBron. So let's see what this guy has to offer. Well, LeBron. Has brought it in both games so far. He's he's filled up the stat sheet. He's done what he's needed to do. And Cleveland, who actually most of the pundits were picking to beat uh, the Boston Celtics mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference Finals, now find themselves down 2-0. Ooh. And I was one of the only people really going into the series that picked the Celtics to win this. And I wasn't necessarily picking it just to go against what everybody says, although I, you know, I'm sure that there is was, your MO. That, 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 there's that an element of you. that. Yeah. But I, I've been watching the Eastern Finals or the, the Eastern Conference playoffs for most of the year. And the one of the things that I, I see with Boston is number one, they, they have the uh, 
the best head coach right now in in the National Basketball Association. And that to me matters, especially in 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 strategic times of the game when they need to come up with a play or they need to, you know, to, to free up a three-point shooter like Brad Stevens is able to do the Xs and Os and give them that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Al Horford playing, you know, and he's played with multiple teams mostly in the Eastern Conference and has been relegated mostly useless because the teams that he is on doesn't really advance in the playoffs, but he's been put on a team with, that's got a lot of young talent. And if you think about Tatum and you think about some of the guys that are that are that are playing minutes that shouldn't be playing these minutes in these types of games, they're they're really, you know, spreading their wings and showing who they are and who they're going to be later on in their career. You got Al Horford who's this steady veteran that when they need to get a bucket or they need some stabilizing force like he's been there. So they've they've been playing. Boston has been playing really above what everybody thought they were going to be doing. And then when you think about Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving right now sitting on their bench, next year they're going to have those guys back with a full team and a full roster of guys that are ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. So I think that Boston is going to be the team of the future right now, them and, and Philadelphia in the East. So it'll be interesting to see how those teams develop as – you know, if you think about Houston, right, you've got Harden, who's been a star for a long time, Chris Paul. They're getting now to an age where they're not necessarily going to be able to carry their teams the way they have up to this point. And then Golden State have been in, what, four? This will be their fifth straight NBA Finals. They've got to wear down, right? So, like, there's going to be a shift in power, I think, here coming up. And and if you're LeBron James, so I'm going to tie this all back to LeBron and to the Lakers. The Lakers are talking about, like, we're going to get LeBron. Think about LeBron. I, I, I heard this the other day, and it made a lot of sense. When LeBron left Cleveland the first time, why did he go to Miami? To get rings. To get rings and exactly. because he was wanted. You had Pat Riley calling him saying, we want you. You had Dwayne Wade saying, we need you. Then he goes back to Cleveland. Why? Because... He was wanted. He was wanted by the city. He was wanted by the fans. So if you think about which, like LA wants him, but Houston needs him, right? Okay. I think that Houston is going to lose against Golden State. And if LeBron comes to the Lakers, the Lakers aren't going to compete with Golden State and they're also not going to compete with Houston. But if he goes to Houston, he is a difference maker. He will make them better than Golden State and potentially win more rings. And so I think that this offseason, Chris Paul, who's his buddy, is going to be calling him up saying, hey, we need you. We want you. I think you know, uh, uh, Mike D'Antoni is going to do the same thing. I think management is going to do the same thing. So I, when I heard that, I thought that's absolutely what's going to happen. I think LeBron is going to go to Houston. I think the Lakers are going to get Paul George, and then they're going to wait a year for uh, Kawhi Leonard to become a free agent. So I think that right now things are starting to clarify. But the part that I'm excited about is if the Lakers do get Paul George and they were able to get a Kawhi Leonard type of player and yes. Houston and Golden State start kind of di- di- you know going down because of their age and the Lakers start ascending right as the Boston Celtics are ascending, oh, for the next gosh. five to ten years, you potentially could have a lot of Lakers-Celtics finals. And so like – it's, oh, it's, it's, it's been really fun, That's really interesting to watch. And, uh, you know, if, if you guys, you know, the, the general fan out there talks about the Eastern Conference like they're the fat chick, right? Like, watch it. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We obviously are bred to hate the yeah. Boston Celtics. But, yes. man, there there is nothing better than Lakers-Celtics yeah. finals. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, well, those, those, those were some of, of my sense, thoughts that, that, uh, that I've had watching the games. 
All right, good stuff. Yeah, who doesn't prepare for this podcast? Wow. Who? <laughs> Without your post it notes, didn't too. show up, so you had to prepare. That's right. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Yes. Actually, Ben did prepare a little galaxy update oh, later I did. in yeah. the show. I want Eric to be proud of me. Well, I'm, I'm actually I'm looking excited. forward to it, Ben. You, you, I saw the the text that you wrote, and, yes. and it looked lengthy. And it, I'm it's wearing, not just. And, you're and I'm wearing a Zlatan shirt. Zero, zero tie moving on. That's right. Yeah. Ben, <laughs> you're really stepping it up. Yes, I am. Before we know it, Ben's going to be on Ben, you're going to leave galaxy. us, aren't you? Can't wait. Yeah, I want to be on TNT's uh, basketball halftime show. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be that'd be a great one. To Me be and on. Chuck, we'd sit across from each other and just agree on every point. <laughs> well, that would, that would be boring. Because <laughs> no, you, you still got Shaq and Kenny. They'll yeah. still say something. Yeah. Well. Oh, I feel like you could hold your own with those guys. I would have a lot of fun. Not shoe size, but definitely. Oh, no. They would have to put me, I would have to sit on like three phone books. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what a phone book is, it was this really large book that used to be delivered to homes <laughs> before Google or Yahoo. All right, let's talk uh, Dodgers, shall we? Boy, the, this is a Ben heavy uh, first segment, isn't it? Return of Justin Turner. Yeah, so everybody's been waiting for him to get back, saying the yeah. season's not over until we see what Justin Turner's made of. How good is this guy doing for you guys? So Justin Turner, since he's been back, he's he's played two games and he's three for nine. He's he's, he's hitting a little over three hundred. This is this is what you're going to get all year. Now I had mentioned earlier that when you start to get some of these bats back, that the Dodgers are going to score more runs. Like that's inevitable. Like this lineup, this team, as these guys start to come back, you're going to score more points or uh, more points. You're going to score more runs. Um, to this point, we've lost both games that he's played. And if you look at the da- the Dodgers' last ten games, they're one and nine. Ooh, Ouch. that does not sound good no, at all. No, they are playing the worst baseball of of really to me the last decade. Yeah, you Ooh. know they they split with Arizona. Then they aren't they off to their worst start since yes. like the fifties? The fifties, yeah. yeah. So then they lose two or three to the the, the Padres, and then they they lose they get swept. To the Padres, yeah. So they you know they've been swept. They're just they're playing terrible baseball right now. Yet. Everyone in the National League West is also playing terrible baseball. When we talked last week, hmm. the Dodgers were eight and a half games back from the division. Here we are seven days later. They're still eight and a half games back in the division. Oh, wow. So, But, but right now, the Dodgers are playing horrible against horrible teams. Correct. Cincinnati Reds, you guys just got swept. Absolutely. I mean, and, and a lot of this goes to pitching. Like, we've lost, like, you know, Rich Hill for a little bit of time. We've lost Hinjin Ryu through at least the All-Star Another Brister. Yeah, we've lost Clayton Kershaw for the foreseeable future. These are three quality starters that we rely on in the front part of our of our rotation that are not there. So now we're filling backfilling them with with players that are not necessarily ready for prime time. Mm-hmm. So you need those bats to come alive. And so far they haven't scored as many runs as as they averaged last year. The hope is that they can get it get it going back together. Now, if you ask me at this point is the season over? Well, the way they're playing, the answer is yes. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason why, as a Dodgers fan, this at this point, the way they're playing, that you should think that they're going to turn it around and still win the division. Yet, when you're eight and a half back and the division is playing as bad as you are, all it takes is one, you know, two week uh, streak to really erase what's been going on. So, sure. so the season isn't over in that respect. And you can, as a fan, you can always hope that they turn it around, figure it out, everybody becomes healthy at the same time, but. But right now, like you ask me, is this team going to be in the playoffs? And I say absolutely not. Yeah. Oof. Do you kind of see this as maybe 
Dave Roberts might have an issue with the team that maybe he's no. losing that locker room. No, I, I, and they're not battling for him. No, I literally think that this is the Mike Sosha syndrome. Like you guys, we've talked about it over the years with you guys. Yeah. And that is, you know, Jeff, Jeff, actually you say it all the time. Like if this team was healthy, we would compete. If oh. this team was healthy, we would compete. It feels so, I, I mean, I'm not rooting for <laughs> the Dodgers to lose, but it does feel good yeah. that so, you finally feel our pain. So I don't think, I don't think that you, uh, first of all, Anybody who says that Dave Roberts is on the chopping block, they they think should, the, they the casual fan is smarter that, than that. That's absolutely okay. not going to happen. Dave Roberts is not on the chopping block. I think Dave Roberts is a good manager. I think that you know he made some mistakes last year, and I hope that he grows and he doesn't, you know, do this one batter to one pitcher, and 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 then all at the end of the game when it goes into extra innings, you have no pitching left. Like he needs to learn that that you need to trust your gut sometimes and not just play the numbers. But as a manager, as as somebody that gets the team inspired, as somebody that motivates, I think that he's the right guy for the for the for the team. Um, so no, he's not on the chopping block, and uh, I think this year is just going to be a lost season, like Sosha has for mm-hmm. like five years, where you just don't have a team that's healthy. But that's Sosha and Orange County. This is L.A., and this is what Dave Roberts last year under his contract. Well, so, and L.A. doesn't like that lame duck what, season. They don't want losers. Historically, the Dodgers stick with their managers. Now Walter Austin, since they were since they became Los Angeles. Walter Austin was their manager, and I don't know the exact numbers, but it was close to 20 years. Right after Walter Austin, they bring in Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda was their guy for 20 years. And then after that, they bring in Bill Russell. Now, that was when they switched over to the Fox management, and so then they went through managers and stuff. Yeah. But now I think they're back to what the old school was, and they're 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 trying to develop you know from the grassroots. And I think that Dave Roberts is going to be a guy that's going to be here for ten to fifteen years. And I think in this day and age, you need something to blame it. On. Yes. Even in L.A., you just need something to point the finger at and say that's why we lost. You have that in injuries. In injuries. You yes. can you can blame that on that, and no one's going to call for Dave Roberts' head. I Correct. don't think Dodger fans are calling for Dave Roberts' head because right. they saw what he did last. Well, Alex season. Wood is zero four. You got mm-hmm. uh, Jock Peterson, who uh, up to this point, to me, I feel like he's been underperforming. Kike Hernandez didn't do what he did last year. Um, uh, Chris Taylor hasn't hasn't bat the way he used to last season. You got Justin Turner that's been out. You got Forsyth that spent some time on the DL. Puig hasn't been Puig. Like these guys all had years last year that were at the top of their, you know, career. This they had career yeah. years last year. So they're coming off that. They're coming off a seventh has, game loss. Has Puig been making out with his batting coach at all this season? I haven't seen that happen. But oh, that, maybe that's, that's a problem. That's He's a lick his bat a few times. Yeah, yeah. to get a room. So but the, but what I'm saying is that like it all has come crashing down. They're I think they are going to figure it out. And I think that they will become healthy at some point. And I do think that you're going to start to see some runs. Now, the question is, is are the Diamondbacks going to create enough space where it becomes insurmountable? We don't know. As of today, it is early. There's, you know, eight and a half game difference. I, I think that's still you can make that up. Yeah. But we have to see the quality of baseball change. And right now, the quality of baseball is terrible. I thought you said that injuries were a soft excuse. <laughs> Probably when it's the Angels. He's no, exactly. <laughs> it is soft, it and is the soft. Dodgers should have that depth. We do have the depth. Well, yeah, the that, you know what? That, that's the point. The funny Supposedly. thing is, is, that that's a good point to to last season because it seemed like every time somebody went down last season, so there was someone that came in exactly yeah. that that just really stepped it up. That that I feel like points the finger even more to the theory that Dave Roberts was just resting these guys because he knew he had 
the that guy that was going to step it up. Yeah. Now when you have these legitimate injuries, yeah. Again, I'm I'm putting on my foil hat when I'm saying this, but now you have these legitimate injuries, and yeah. you know maybe that depth, you know, mm-hmm. that you had. Well, is- you know, and the and and actually the trade for Matt Kemp sort of put the Dodgers in a in a bad situation because when we did trade him. It was with the intent that we were just going to dump his salary, you know. And it exactly. Was, it yeah. was to get under the cap, but and everybody looked at it as okay, great, we get under the cap, we're going to do it for a year, we'll be able to start paying our players again. But this year, we got rid of Charlie Culberson, and if you remember last year, Char- Charlie Culberson is a true shortstop, and he played uh, very well for us uh, in, in spots. And so losing, you know, uh, Corey Seager this year. That's going to be a Band-Aid that we're going to be having to cover for the remainder of the year with two guys that are not true shortstops. Now, I know uh, um, Chris Taylor used to play shortstop years and years ago, but he's pretty much transitioned to being an outfielder. So now he's having to relearn the position. And so doing that on the fly with a team that is supposed to, you know, go deep into the playoffs, it puts a lot of pressure on him. And maybe that's why he's struggling at the plate. You know, so these are all things that – you know, have hurt us throughout the year. And again, points as to why Dave Roberts, to me, would not be on the chopping block. Fair enough. Good enough. You, All right. You satisfied, Darren? Uh, for now. I'm satisfied yeah. as well. Yeah. All right. But, moving on. But the Dodgers are soft. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. Let's move on to the Angels, shall we? Ooh, yes. Just uh, just lost two or three to the Astros, which didn't feel good. We knocked no. us back down to second place. In the AL West. So order has been restored? No, no. not at all. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the Trout. Besa, any thoughts on the on this series and the and the team right now? Well, let's talk about the series before this one, the Minnesota series. Actually, last Thursday, the Angels started a eleven game homestand, starting with the Minnesota Twins. We actually split that series two and two. And Jeff you were kind of right earlier uh, this season when uh, you mentioned that the biggest problem that the Angels would have would be relief pitching. Yeah, And relief pitching seems to always get us in trouble. It's always it's, those late innings that, you know what, they're just giving up those runs. And, and you know what's funny is I, I was thinking the same exact thing. And this team, it's, it's, it's almost bipolar. Like it's the... Portuguese hammer of baseball teams where it, we just can't get everything firing at the right time. It's either the high-powered offense is slumping mm-hmm. or, you know, starting pitching started off real slow. Well, now we got starting pitching, you know, that's that's kind of looking really good. Yeah. The offense still we have some some characters in there that are uh, slumping a little bit, but but there's enough in there to pick those guys up, but the bullpen is now killing us. Yeah, and it's ba- and it's basically those closing pitchers, but at least our starting pitchers, they're doing their job. Shohei Otani on Sunday. Dominant. Dominant, yeah. Pitched, what, eight innings, 11 strikeouts, only gave up, I believe, a run. Maybe two runs or so in that yeah. outing. But uh, Shohei Otani on the mound, looking great so far. And even at the plate uh, during that Minnesota series, three for eight. He got another home run, a double, two RBIs. Yeah. I'm, so I'm he's, impressed. He's putting it together. Oh, he is. I'm impressed. He He is... <laughs> He is living up to every bit of the hype. Will he be Jeremy Lin? No, you don't, no, think, I don't so. think so. You think no, he'll be no. legit? I, I think he is. The, by all accounts, uh, you know, and this just isn't my, you know, rainbows and butterflies fan perspective. By all accounts, this guy is the real deal. What? Who was it on Minnesota that said he's the best player in baseball yeah, right yeah. now? 
Yeah. Yeah, I read that article. Let me yeah. ask, let me propose something to you. So Pujols is in year seven of his 10-year deal. Mm-hmm. You sign Shohei to a two-year deal. All right. And you got Trout, you have to re-sign, I think, in what, two years? Two years, yeah. Okay. So in two years, you're going to re-sign Trout because that's, that's you have to. You have to. As yeah. an LA Angels fan, yes, you, you have, have to. to. Yeah. So let's say Trout goes for 300 mil. It's going to be expensive. It's I be agree huge. with that. Okay, Pujols' deal comes off the table, mm-hmm. and Shohei is as advertised. How high do you go for Shohei to keep him in the Angels uniform? Oh, man. <laughs> because you realize that by doing that, you're going to kill your bullpen, which already sucks. You know what? Or do you let, him walk, or do you let him walk so you can get three back-end relief pitchers for the same – the same argument that I make about getting rid of Clayton Kershaw. I, I don't think you do. No, because no. Artie's Artie's pockets are deep, and and but it's a business. I know this and- is but this is and this is the part that you hate is as a businessman. Shohei puts butts in seats. Arguably, yes. more butts in seats than Mike Trout. Could does I make the because argument, of the Asian population? Could I make the argument that last year you had the worst attendance that the Angels have had probably in twenty years? Probably. And, and I you, can see that, yeah. it, it was that's bad. Fair and you yes. had Trout, and you had some guys that, you know, uh, Upton, when you guys picked up Upton at the mm-hmm. ba- at the end of Later the season. So you season, guys yeah. had some players that would have put butts in seats. But Angels fans don't respond to players. They respond to winning. So if by signing him and now you lose, I don't think you put butts in seats. I don't think that it's the best decision based on a business matter. Agree and disagree. <laughs> <laughs> of course you so, do. Fight, fight, so, fight. Yeah, it, obviously, if you could pick number one, you would uh, build the team that would win, you know, 90 plus games in a season, go to the World Series and win. That That's how you would get the most butts in the seats. Okay. I, but how else do you get butts in seats? You get an international superstar that is not just a huge like story for Major League Baseball, but also culturally is someone that people want to come out and support. Okay. So you get the... The Japanese, like this population of people that just come out every time this guy plays. That's and one pitches. out of five games, or in your case, one out of six. Well, no, because he bats too. Well, yeah, it's, he does. Yeah, he does bat. He only misses not before he pitches and week. not after he pitches. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I, I forget. So, that I mean, he still bats. Yeah. <laughs> come on, he's a Japanese babe roof. It's an anomaly. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. insane. Uh, I think you pay the guy, and Artie's pockets are deep. Do you pay him? It, a, okay, if he comes he, in and he says Trout makes three hundred, I want three hundred. No, if he's ad, as advertised, I'd give it. I him. don't know about three hundred though. That's that's very deep. Okay, for, so let me for, ask you this: Who's okay? If if Otani is as advertised, who's a better player? Otani. Okay, so then wouldn't then using that logic that and logic him being younger should he make more money than Trout? Yeah. Okay, so now using let me po- let me pose this to you, because Trout becomes. A free agent before Otani, yeah. Oh no, I think they come a free Around agent the at the same, same time. Year, yeah. So if you had to choose between the two, who do you choose? Oh God, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. You are evil, sir. Well, this these this is a business decision. That's You're a business Arnie decision. Moreno. What do you do? Oh my gosh! You can sign one for three hundred million, or two for three or for six hundred million. That's those are your two options. I would sign both. Wow. <laughs> I'm a billionaire. What do I care? You know the you know luxury billi- tax nowadays? You know how you become a billionaire? Because you know how to make money. If you invest that much in two players to, to put a title contending team on the field, you have to spend way more than you're going to bring in in revenue. 
and you will lose every year. And billionaires don't like to lose money, so that won't happen. I would, I would pay them and just hope that uh, Epler can put me together wow. there, fill out the rest of the team. <laughs> hey, Billy that, Bean, that Billy is the most, that is the most <laughs> rainbow and butterflies answer I've uh, ever heard. It's only because I don't want to answer the question. <laughs> okay, I don't well, want to decide between the two. So let's let's go hate I, couch. What do you? I, I would sign Trout. Okay. I would let Shohei Otani walk, and I would find some capable pitching and maybe one uh, somebody on the plate. I would do the same. I, I think because because he, he's a known quant- uh, entity. But if he is, uh, and, and the, the caveat is, is if he's as advertised, yeah, then right. then that would be a tough one. Yeah, and the sample right now is it's still it's too, too early in the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if he continues improving from where he is right now, as advertised, this is this is a guy no one's ever seen ever in baseball. Well, yeah. you saw it back with Babe Ruth, but we were, I mean, Vic. We've maybe, never Vic seen may it. Vic may be the only Vic, one that Vic remembers. maybe saw it. We've <laughs> never seen it. But Babe Ruth, he only did it for about three years when he was hitting and pitching. Right. And if Shohei Otani can keep it up longer than that, this guy it might be well worth it. This guy is in a lot better shape than Babe Ruth was. Yes, that's true. Oh, my gosh. I don't even want to think about it. All right. Good stuff. Hey, not to real quick before we uh, move on from the Angels, there's another pitcher on the Angels – 21-year-old who's kind of getting uh, looked over because of all the attention that Shohei's getting, but Jaime Barea. Yes. How about that guy? He was dealing the other night to Houston, looking good. If he can if he can come up, that would really help us out with our starting pitching for sure. Oh, yeah. 21 years old. Yeah. Imagine that. Boy, he, he definitely pitched the gem the other day. He's but... our Walker, Texas Bueller, Ben. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, how's that guy he's doing? looking good. I, who knows? Exactly. <laughs> He's not Jaime. I gave up. (laughs) By the way, Justin Upton, going back to uh, Angels, Justin Upton having a phenomenal May. Seven home runs, 21 RBIs just in the month so far. Yeah. So the month is only halfway over. high-powered offense is only firing on like three cylinders, and they're still high-powered. Yeah. As long as you guys are playing cellar dwellers, you guys play pretty well. Cellar dwellers. Uh, How'd you do against the Yankees, Red Sox, uh, and against the Astros? You know what? That's old news. That is old news. All right, we've got some fun stuff to discuss here in a minute, but before we get there, we need to really quick give a shout out to our friends over there at O'Malley's on Main. O'Malley's, yes. Love these guys. If uh, I, I was looking, I was trying to find another review as great as the one on Yelp. You won't find it. There, there is nothing as great as that review. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what, on Google, um, under uh, they have 287 reviews and a 4.3 rating. You got to be good to uh, have that. Oh, we pour a little more whiskey? Yes. Well, well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> uh, but everybody always talking about the, uh, the great music, great live music. Somebody mentioned their nachos are off the charts good, which I, mm. I never thought of that at an Irish bar getting nachos. But Irish nachos. Apparently Irish the nachos, nachos yeah. are really good. So anyway, O'Malley's on Maine. We love them. You should love them too. Go check them out. For sure. Any thoughts, Ben? No. All right. Perfect. <laughs> I'm not the <laughs> best colored guy in the game for nothing. <laughs> I wanted to say something. I'm like, I got nothing to say. All right. Guys, I committed a cardinal sin. This is the part of the podcast I have been waiting for. Of all of the teases People. that we do in the beginning, <laughs> in the first half of the, of, of the pod, yeah. This is what I've been waiting for. I, I genuinely didn't tell you because I know you'll have a strong opinion on it. Okay. So there was no need to prepare for this. 
What if I don't have a strong opinion? Would you be disappointed? Yes. <laughs> I'd be Do shocked. you know what it is? No. I'd oh, be no shocked idea. because you you have a strong opinion on, on everything. everything. Yeah. Even most, stuff most you things. know nothing about, you have a strong opinion That's on it. That's true. Yes. <laughs> so Saturday, went to the Angel game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah. Yeah. For, uh, for our birthday, we did kind of a joint birthday celebration. It's an annual tradition. Mm, you guys sound the like Angel chicks. game. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say for the first time ever. You left early. Left the game early. You left early. And at, when you walked out with uh, your fiance, Lori, yes. I, I went over to Jen. I said, is everything all right with them? <laughs> <laughs> That's because you Was know Jeff. But okay. But before we go any I further, I want, to know, I, know, I want to know why you left early. Lori was not feeling well. Okay. And she was not feeling well going into the weekend. We, we you know, we'd had a, anyway. And, and that's, why, that's why I'm bringing this up. Is that because I want to discuss Eric? when it's okay to leave a game early. Because I feel like there are certain circumstances yes. when it's okay. And yes. I'll tell you what, this did not go lightly. Like, I, like, we had gone into this and she said, look, I'll Uber home. I'm fine with that. Okay. Well, she fought through it. She wasn't feeling well. She fought yeah. through it. We're sitting out in the right field pavilion, and there was a kid, like three or four rows up, which this is a whole nother topic, screaming, not cheering, screaming. And he I feel was like annoying. if you're a parent, you, you need to say, hey, kid, look, you're a boy. You don't scream. And also, cheer. You don't scream. Cheer. Well, dad was drunk in all honesty. Was he really? Yeah, oh, yeah. He I, was. Didn't, I didn't. Oh, yeah. See. He was. <laughs> that's why, that's why yeah. the kid was an asshole. Because exactly. Yeah. Dad's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that. And that's why Sydney and Samantha will be assholes. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> I know it, man. I recognize oh, it. Oh, man. No, I don't have but a problem. Lori, with it. Lori was feeling miserable, and, and she says, Look, I'm, I'm done. And she pulls out her phone, and she was a trooper. She was going to Uber at home. And this was like the. I think at this point it was the eighth inning. Yeah. And and I said, you know what? And in my head, I'm like, she made it this far. I can't let her Uber home right now. I, I, I'm i going to leave early. And, okay. and it was tough. I don't think I've ever left an Angel game early in my life. Considering at that point in time in the eighth inning, it wasn't a blowout. No. We still had still that opportunity game. to go. Yep. I mean, I believe we were only one run, two runs down. So yeah. No, it was anybody's game at that point. And and so it was it was hard, but for my fiance, for the love of my life, Aww. she was sick, not feeling well. I felt that I should not lose my man card, and it would be okay for me to leave a game early. Family and comes I first. Did family ah, comes first? It hurt, Ben. That that makes me feel good to yeah, hear. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with it. I, I think there's multiple reasons why you you can leave a game early. The, well, Ben, you don't like going well, to games. The, what in the are first some place? of those reasons? So. I'm like you, Jeff. I if I go to to a game, I will stick around until the ninth inning. And the Dodgers historically have had, you know, closers that make it interesting, right? With mm-hmm. Kenley Jansen, with with Eric Gagne, they've had history of having closers that keep fans around. So it it makes it easy for me as a Dodgers fan to stick around until the ninth inning. Well, there was a game, and you actually went with me. This was probably ten or fifteen years ago. <laughs> I remember this, and I was hoping you were going to say it's never okay to leave because I was going to yeah. throw this oh, in your no, face. No. But go ahead. The Dodgers, and and <laughs> because it was such a shitty game, I've forgot the details of the game. But I think Brett Tomko was pitching. He probably was. The Dodgers were down literally fifteen nothing in the third inning or second inning or something something to that effect. And now, 
normally Dodgers fans don't get there to the third, but I'm, I like to be there on time. So I'm there for first pitch. I watched the first two innings that lasted an hour and a half. We're down 15 to nothing. And I looked at Jeff and I said, there's no reason for us to be here. And we got up and we left. That is mm-hmm. the earliest I've ever left a game. So to me, that's I one. Think, I think your exact words were, I could go for some jack-in-the-box tacos right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, done. Yeah. <laughs> They're not my team. Yeah. <laughs> if you're saying okay, I'm in. I, I gives think you permission reason, to go. I think another reason you can leave a game early is, and, and this, this it doesn't really qualify for you, but you go to watch a team you don't care about. So my dad and I, my dad got some free tickets to an Angels playoff game like 10 years ago. And the, the game at the time was like a 3-2 game. It was the seventh inning. And... Literally during the seventh inning stretch, my dad and I, we look at each other, we make eye contact, and he goes, do you care what happens? I go, no. <laughs> nope. He goes, you want to leave? I go, yep. Yeah. And we walked out. If it's not your team, yeah, right. you're, you're not your team. Right. But if it's your team, I think that's that's... That's where you get crap yeah. if you leave early, especially if the team's well, losing. So, but- so to me, I, I think that you know if, if, if there's a family issue, right? So if I'm there with my kids and my kids are acting like assholes, mm-hmm. right? They're crying. They're, they're, they're just making noise okay. or whatever. And, and Ruining the experience for the others. Exactly. I think as a parent, you go, okay, you know what? I was able to get six innings good enough, right? We yeah. took our newborn out to Vin Scully's last game. Oh, right. Uh, And we left in like the sixth inning. Mm -hmm. And this was, you know, the last game at Dodger Stadium and Scully's last game. And it was a little bit bittersweet because we left the live game early, but it gave me the opportunity to listen to Vinny in his last innings on the way home. So, you know, so no, I think family is a a good reason. I think, you know, having something to do the next day, right? So like you have sometimes, sometimes. (laughs) Now you're sounding like an old (laughs) man. No, 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 no. But now some, you're sounding like a 45-year-old, not sometimes, a 40-year-old. Sometimes, but, like, okay, so let me ask you this. Let's say that you had angel tickets, but the next day you had a 4 a.m. flight. It wouldn't Or something matter. like that for work. I'm, I'm still fine. See, for me, I'll I can't do that. I'll stay all night. So I would, I would say, listen, I'll take the free ticket. I'll go check out the first five innings. I'll get out of there at 9 o'clock. I'll beat traffic. I'll get home by 9.30. I'll be able to get to sleep, and I'll be up by 2 o'clock that morning so that I can go catch my flight. So yeah. to me, that would be a reasonable reason for me to leave early. Now, does that happen often? No. And like I said, so there, there's little reasons here and there. But I think for leaving because your fiance doesn't feel well, I think that it actually, you know, puts you in a, mm-hmm. in a good light. I think that, you know, first and foremost, like it's, it's, it's God, family, all that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. Like I think you need to take care of your family above wow. your team. Yep. Ben, I appreciate that. You're welcome. It makes me feel better. I, I felt so bad leaving early. Uh, well, I don't think I've ever left an angel game well, early. Wilson, let me ask you this. I mean, I know you're earning your brownie points at this point in time, but did you offer her the I'm keys? I'm going to tell her to listen to the podcast. Did you offer her the keys to the truck to uh, maybe go ahead and take a nap? or uh, so Didn't you even can, occur to So one. you can enjoy oh, that, the rest even, of the game? Why not even that, let her take the truck home? Points. Let her take the truck home and then no, you that, would. Yeah, well, I, could, it, I would have gladly drove you home. That was going to be the initial plan. Or Jason would have taken you home. But she was she she didn't feel like driving. Like she didn't want to drive. She's like, I don't even want to drive. And and the truck, she doesn't like driving the truck. She yeah. wanted to Uber. She didn't want to drive. She wanted to Uber. Yeah. And so that was going to be the plan. We we had a couple different plans. And she wanted anyway. to go see her Sancho before you got home. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly. So I, I threw a wrench <laughs> in that plan. Yeah. Sorry. Well, Sorry, good babe. for you, Wilson. And I know there's yeah. one thing you like, Wilson, and it's fireworks. And it was fireworks night. It was on fireworks Saturday. night. Yeah, Big Day Friday. Yeah, but it's Saturday. Well, it's Saturdays <laughs> now. But as it turns out, the game went to extra innings, and I don't think they even did fireworks. Yeah. So <laughs> we went to the twelfth, and it was like, oh. Uh, Before she hates we me. get to everybody's 
favorite segment, which is the Galaxy Update, this week starring Ben Garcia. You looking for the whiskey? No, I was looking for my phone because oh, you were oh. prompt. Oh, oh, after oh, that, no, right? no, yeah. Before that, we still got one more thing to discuss. Oh, good. And All that right. is how we're going to replace these two fools that oh, apparently yeah. think it's okay to just show up all willy-nilly whenever they want. Yeah. Whenever they feel it's like, like they uh, the you know, their, their families are more important. You know what? This isn't a baseball game where you can, you know, leave for family. This is a podcast. <laughs> That's right. We're blood brothers. Yes, we are. So... We thought it'd be fun to discuss if we could replace those guys with anybody. Yes. Anybody. Oh, anybody, anybody else okay. on this show who who would who would just be amazing to have on this show. I have a few options. Okay. I want to throw out there. Enter. Well, I was trying to think who because you want somebody that's going to speak their mind. Yes. You know that knows sports. Yes. And and is willing to share it. It w- one of the first You're th- actually and, describing and, my and first also, number 1. And and also <laughs> represents Los Angeles. Okay, specifically. Yeah, not not mine. W- one of the first names that popped in my head and and this isn't one of mine, but I think it, it would be awesome. Jack Nicholson. Ooh, he sits wow. he sits courtside at he used just to. about every Laker game, exactly. you know, not so much anymore. Yeah. But how awesome to get stories from that guy. And got some by great the way, stories. It's just Jack. Nicholson. But you know what? Here's the problem with well, the problem is we I don't think talk. he'd be so willing. <laughs> to we would share. interview him every episode. <laughs> yes. and, well, and I don't think he'd be so open to share all that stuff. I, I could see him being a little more reserved and not and not so willing to to come out. But but it would be cool if you he... want me on that wall. <laughs> you need me <laughs> on that wall. <laughs> Hey, Jack, could you just say that one more time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would get so sick of us. It'd be awesome, though, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't say Jim Carrey. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, there, he's a sports fan, but right. obviously if right. I you know, did a movie podcast, yeah, yeah for sure. I, I actually got uh, I got one for uh, Eric. And I was kind of thinking, uh, you know, for our soccer fans who listen to this podcast, now who knows more soccer than Eric? And I know Eric really knows his soccer. So I was thinking, well, who knows soccer? Josh Kessman. Josh Gessman, yes. However, <laughs> we should get Josh Gessman. Oh, that Josh would be great. Gessman on the show. Eric goes to Corner of the Galaxy, and Josh Gessman comes over here. Oh, that'd be great. In addition to soccer, we I thought, you know what? Happen. We need a female voice. Oh yeah. In this room, I mean, four guys or five guys. We never get oh. a woman's perspective. Okay. And sometimes we just say stupid shit. Yeah, I like it. In addition to that, yes. I figured female soccer. Who has better abs than Eric? Well, that's probably Me any female soccer player. Yeah. So, and homegrown talent, I was thinking of Alex Morgan. Yeah. Get her yes. on the pod. So yes. here's, here's my is she available? Disagree. Probably. I think the worst segment that we do is the Galaxy segment. <laughs> well, I truthfully <laughs> believe our that audience. our listeners don't care about soccer. So I think that replacing Eric with another soccer fiend. Now, Alex Morgan, she'd be great for Instagram and Twitter, but I don't think that she would help our podcast. <laughs> she, she would she'll get the numbers. Help she will our de- podcast. We our would, audience would, we would love us. We would morph our podcast into whatever she needed. So can I tell you my number Says one? Says a guy who's wearing Let's an LA Galaxy shirt. Yeah. Charles Barkley. That's a good one. Because here's the thing. That's I think that the, and I'm not going to call it a problem, but I think that, you know, when you, when you watch news on TV, it's either going to skew left or it's going to skew right from a political standpoint, sure. right? I think our show skews rainbows and butterflies. So I think that it would be more fun to bring in somebody you, you that need talks somebody reality. on your side. Yeah, I got Darren half the time, right? You're our Charles Barkley. 
but I, it wouldn't it be fun to have two of us? That, that would be great, actually. Yeah, yeah it, would it would be, be pretty yeah. good. Yeah, Charles they is would great. Definitely have you could put separate... Charles on anything. But the thing about Charles is that he's honest. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yes. He's not reserved. He gives you his opinion, right or wrong. He's just. He just enjoys being there. And yeah. I think that that's what our podcast is about. I, you know, I think a lot of people would probably say, especially professionals. Well, I don't want to drink while we're doing the podcast, and that's what we do. I think Charles. I think Chuck would have a glass of whiskey with us and it yeah. would just loosen him up even more. I hmm. I agree and agree and agree. I got one I think you'll like even better. Two actually. All right. What one I don't one maybe not so much so I'm going to start there. Okay. But one I think you're going to love. Okay. All right. First, I'm thinking LA still sports kind of but but just somebody that would be cool to hang out with Snoop Dogg. Oh. Yeah. I'm down. Yes. I don't. I mean, he he, he kind of talks sports. I don't know that he would have the strong opinion. He definitely doesn't have the strong opinions that Charles does. But man, but you know, the it'd thing, just be cool to hang the, out. The with thing him. about Snoop that I don't think that you're thinking about that would actually be perfect is that Snoop, we couldn't see each other in our ten by ten room. No, because all the smoke. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> well, true. That. No, I think that Snoop has ends with people, right? Because athletes oh, yeah. want to hang out with rappers. Absolutely. So, And Snoop, he's a big USC guy. He's a big Laker guy, right? So I think that Snoop would be great because he would befriend these guys yeah. and that we would get great interviews. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, where like Jack would be great and he may be able to get you like a Laker uh, interview. Snoop would be able to to say, well, I'm friends with, with Sean McVay. You know, yeah. everybody wants to be Snoop's oh, yeah. friend. And everybody. so we, it, it, it would open up the doors for us in interviews. That actually would be probably my number one above Charles. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. That would be You'd wonderful. be awesome. <laughs> you know, I'd smoke weed with him, too. <laughs> would you? You'd yeah. have no choice I, if you were I sitting next to him. I don't smoke weed, but I'm sure like I, he smells like it. So oh, I'd yeah. get high just Never by being next once, to him. But I feel like if you're with Snoop, like it, that's a kind bucket of, list thing. Right? Yeah. You, you have You'd have to. Him and yeah. Willie Nelson. It's legal now. That's right. I, I think I can I think I can do even one better than Snoop. Okay. All right. Picture this. So all those things that we just established. Somebody that knows sports. Yeah. Um, you know, rapper's great, but if he was an athlete, I feel like that's even better. Yeah. Okay. And you want someone that could tell stories, that could have a good anecdote for any situation. Bob Costas. And but Without his red eyes, yes. <laughs> but but maybe interesting stories, and is willing to share those stories. Okay, is at a point in their life when they're like, I don't give a crap anymore. Oh, like, I know. Who I it don't is. care who it is. Meta world peace. Oh, even better. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, even better. <laughs> okay, Mike Tyson. Wow, Mike. So all right, I I like it, but I don't. Right, I almost feel like he's a one trick pony. Really, I do. Is and. He's got the greatest stories, and he doesn't care anymore. He'll share any story. But any there's stories story about, about him, and that's great. But I don't think it would play well for a hundred episodes. And I and I don't. And I also you're don't saying think his voice it, would get annoying. No, his voice <laughs> is fantastic. But I, but I think that he doesn't have the mental capacity to be able to bring it every week, unless he's talking about himself. I I feel like I think he Snoop would, would be a much better uh, uh, co-host. You 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 might be right, but I. I but think, to have Mike Tyson, I think Mike like, for Tyson a week would be great. He would, he would, he would sit in and he'd just listen. And yeah, you're right. He probably wouldn't contribute to ninety percent of the episode, mm. but the ten percent like, that the, he the, would contribute. When to? did the Dodgers play? Give <laughs> Ben about fifteen drinks, and here he is. Hey, Mike Tyson! It's Mike here. Tyson's here. 
The 10% that he would contribute to would be the best thing. It'd be great. Ever. It would oh, yeah, be of great. course. That guy's story. He would be like a great on-air correspondent, you know, like for specific things that we had yeah. questions about. Oh, yeah. You know, or even like when we, the few times that we do, we talk UFC to bring him on as mm-hmm. a commentator, like that would be great. But as a week in, week out, Snoop Dogg to me, of everyone that we talked about would be number one. I Sure. I I have to agree. I mean. I like Snoop. All right. Snoop Snoop. I'm surprised. If you're listening, I know you are. You got the job. Yeah. I'm surprised that Alex Curry wasn't brought up. <laughs> I, I have her on the list. I have her on the list. That changed when she got married. <laughs> yeah. She's literally right there. Oh, also Magic. Magic Johnson I have on my list. Yeah. He'd be fun. He would be fun. I still still. He doesn't the have problem the would be better. The problem is though, logistically, he can't talk about certain things. Yeah, it's tampering. And that's why I think Snoop, <laughs> I think uh, Snoop, Mike Tyson, Charles Barkley, those guys you want because they're willing to talk about anything. And you know, and they're willing to say anything, and they're not worried about their image. I think we need to end this because right now we're just making Eric's head really big because <laughs> he's thinking to himself like, these are the guys that you're talking about replacing me with. Yeah, well, he's got backfired. big shoes to fill. Yeah, he fill. does. Big Portuguese shoes to fill. All right. Speaking of big Portuguese shoes to fill, Ben Garcia stepping up to the plate, or what do you what do you step up to in soccer? I don't know. The, the field, the, I guess. The, the, the pitch, corner kick. The goal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Ben Garcia doing the Galaxy update before we close this show out. What do you got, buddy? So the Galaxy played last Saturday against FC Dallas. <laughs> Just like the Galaxy, uh, the Galaxy came in riding a three-game losing streak. They looked to get the upper hand early against FC Dallas, but Max Uriti put Dallas up early 1-0 in the 28th minute of play. Roland Lamar from FC Dallas then put them on the board again with a commanding 2-0 lead in the 44th minute. Ziggy Schmidt did his best win-one for the Gipper speech at halftime. In the 47th minute, your LA Galaxy scored, making it a 2-1 game. Then the Galaxy did what the Galaxy do, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. In the 73rd minute, the Galaxy <laughs> gave up one last goal and put the game out of reach. At that point, FC Dallas played like Portugal in the 2016 Euro and played a boring-ass, soft, unwatchable game. Although Emmanuel Boateng <laughs> scored for the Galaxy in the 83rd minute, it didn't matter. The Galaxy ended up losing the game 3-2. to two. They suck, and I'm on the downswing. Mic drop, I'm out. Yeah! <laughs> Bravo! Benjamin. Good job. Wow. Well done. Who needs Eric? No, you don't. And that, that was, was incredible. It was short, concise. Was you to got, the point. You, you got. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do with the next 15 minutes? That, another thing. We're going to end the show. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> well, hopefully everyone out there made it to work already because, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's your Galaxy update. That's all you need. It was well beautiful. done, Ben. Yep. Here I was worried that Eric was only going to be here every now and then, and we're good. Who's yeah, Eric? Good to go. Eric who? Yeah, Eric who? Yep. Oh, I Four love straight it. losses in a row for the Galaxy. Go LAFC. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just punch him while he's down. Nicely done. Gentlemen, good stuff. All right. We're out of here. We are Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. We're on Facebook, Reddit. You can get our website at guysinshorts.com. We got a store up there. Our voicemail is 562-450-3356. Give us a call. Leave your uh, farewell messages for Eric, at least until he's back in a couple weeks. Or maybe a suitable replacement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and call your congressman. Let's get Snoop Dogg on Guys in Shorts. It would be great. It would be great. Oh, my gosh. It'd be so much fun. 
Share, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Really, please, if you could, we'd much appreciate it. All that helps us out a ton. For Darren Besa, the birthday boy. Why, thank you. Ben Garcia and Snoop Dogg. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Snoop-a-loop! Bring your green hat! Ah!